Truck Month is on now. Get 1.49% financing for up to 72 months on a 2022 Chevrolet Silverado 1500. Plus, eligible Costco members can receive a $750 bonus on select trucks. Conditions apply. Visit ChevroletOffers.ca. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Segment though, it's another one. Good down mouth to mouth. No, no, no. <laughs> It'd be all over. They'd be dead. They're <laughs> 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 gonna draw a line someplace. <laughs> oh. You gotta draw the line. Yeah, you know there's I mean? definitely a line. Yeah, I could call with somebody else. Uh, I mean, I would call nine one one. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I think I'd probably. Yeah, huh? I, 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 I wouldn't expect you to. I really. You'd rather have nine one. I'd rather be dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, this is getting a little friends, too personal. Well, <laughs> ask anything, we'll answer it. We'd answer anything. Left side ranging is Cabrera. Now coming is Anderson and interfered with no. Into the stands, the umpire ruling Tim Timmons and one beverage wow. less than they had before. Let's see, how does this happen? It wasn't oh. even him. Oh, oh. wow. It's funny. Oh. What did the cool oh. What was that that came flying in? I'm not so sure that that was a, a mistake, which on his shoulder, it looks like somebody may have yeah. thrown some stuff on him just to, to add insult to injury. But I'd be kind of ticked yeah, off I'd myself be. if somebody yeah. fired a pepperoni pizza <laughs> on me. Well, he's the Pepsi fan of the game until he gets thrown out. That was unnecessary. That really was what called for. <laughs> <laughs> Between innings, we did some investigative reporting on who uh, and what was thrown at that gentleman. There's a couple of happy couples there, aren't they? Enjoying a summer night at Fenway Park. Whoops. Nick Markake is. Oh, a strike to Markakis, Jones, then Guerrero. Breaking ball fouled off to the left, and it is one and two. A lot of pitches from Miller through the first two innings, 43 total. Late swing fouled off. I think it's time to get out of Ivy. <laughs> Two strikes. Marquez single in the first on the ground right side. Pedroia's got it. There's one away. Let's send it to Heidi.
You're listening to the Pesky Report, a podcast dedicated to the Boston Red Sox, my Red Sox fans. to announce that we will be sponsored by High and Happy Catering out of Springfield, Massachusetts. High and Happy Catering creates gourmet meals for small or large events with a twist. All of their meals are cannabis infused. If you are looking to have a real happy meal, call them at 413-785-8999 or search for them on Instagram at High and Happy Catering. You'll be happy you did. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Pesky Report. This is episode number 77. My name is Brad Chandler, and uh, we are going to uh, do a come around an episode for uh, the passing of Jerry Remy uh, this past weekend. Um, as you know, he passed away on Saturday, uh, he lost his battle to cancer, and as you saw right before we actually started this episode, uh, we had some of the um, videos of some of our favorite um, memories of Jerry that just so happens to be with uh, Don Rossello. Uh, with me today is Ryan Brady. How are you doing, dude? It really sucks, man. <clears throat> For as long as I can remember, Jerry Remy has been the happiest like most true Red Sox fan, you know, that I can think of. And I thought Jerry was going to beat it again. I really didn't hear anything in the news otherwise. I mean, they respected his privacy. I thought for sure, just like all the other times we'd see Jerry in spring training, I'd be excited. Um, I'm really, really sad. And my heart goes out to all his close friends and his family. But uh, thank you, Jerry, for years and years of joy. I don't think I could have said that any better. Uh, and also with us today is Hogdale. How you doing, dude? God, dude, it's just, when I saw the news, it's just, it's such a bummer. We, we, we really lost a great one. We lost a legend. Uh, Jerry Remy, his name's just synonymous with the, with the Red Sox. Uh, it's listen to games. just ain't going to be the same without him. Uh, he's going to be dearly missed and I hope he has a, a very peaceful rest. Yeah, uh, one of the first things that I thought of was just like, oh, who, who, who could they possibly? Because you can't replace Jerry. There's, there's no way to do so. He's literally been the voice on Nesson for since '88, and I know that I've been watching the Red Sox uh, since the mid '90s. And I mean, I don't remember him calling the games back then, but I definitely remember like the early 2000s. You know, uh, 2003 and on. So, like, every year it's been, you know, Remy uh, and Don Rossello, really. Um, and basically the childhood is just broken now, you know? Like, we no longer have Don Rossello. I mean, like, we could watch him uh, for the Padres and whatnot, but we always have Remy. And unfortunately, we do not have that comfort uh, anymore. And uh, I know one of the things that I'm going to miss the most is like when he would say uh, Pedroia's name, and he would say it with like an extra R, Pedroia. <laughs> but um, the the uh, his call uh, to the Spanish uh, Spanish people. Uh, Spanish-speaking people, uh, buenos nachos, uh, amigos, you know, uh, things like that. That's that. This stuff you're going, you're, I'm going to mess. I don't know about you guys, but uh, I'm used to hearing that. Uh, Don and Jerry were really were must-see TV. My wife really doesn't care about baseball at all, but she would watch and she'd start cracking up with the two of them going back and forth, whether it was Jerry, you know, 
he had the Wally thing going for a while. It was a little Wally on a chair. He had, you know, different things going. I mean, he just had so many organic, humorous, lighthearted. In a 13-4 game, it's hard to make a baseball game entertaining. But God damn it, he did over and over and over again. Another thing that I, uh, I'm i going to remember is <laughs> – I, I, I see the uh, I see the replays all the time. Uh, him and Tom Karen are talking, and he just lost it. He, he like he could he couldn't talk or anything, and they didn't know why. And then they showed the video of him playing guitar air guitar, and then he fell. My God! It's uh, and then like in, in my opinion, like Jerry. Jerry was one of the reasons why I actually watched and listened to the game. Like a lot of people know that I'm not a huge uh, O'Brien fan, um, but like him and Eckersley talking together, it was probably one of the coolest things to listen to um, <clears throat> other than, you know, Don Arcello and Remy. But um, I typically listen to WEI and like this got me thinking. It's like, we need to treasure every moment we have with Joe Castiglione. Oh, yep. 100%. Because he's getting up there in years as well, obviously. And uh, it's just like a loss like this. It just puts things into perspective. Like, you know, really appreciate, you know, people while we have him here. Everyone, everyone, every Red Sox fan loved Jerry. Jerry's a super lovable guy. Everyone loved him. And uh, God, it just, it just sucks. Like the world sucks now. It's just worse without him in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, no, you're you're one hundred percent correct. And yeah, I just wanted to go over, you know, we're not gonna go through a whole episode. Um, but I definitely wanna show uh our respect, pay our respects to uh Jerry Remy and uh what he has meant to us as Red Sox fans. And I'd like to actually get some of our favorite memories um of like what his calls and things like that. So Brady, I'm going to give the floor to you and uh, just let us know, like what were some of your favorite calls that Jerry had or funny moments? My favorite moment ever. Uh, I remember I was watching with my father. Uh, this is probably Oh five Oh six. And uh, Peterman was the character's name. It was Elaine's boss from Seinfeld. And um, the actors there, he was a new England guy. And he just got married, and the sideline reporter, maybe it was Heidi Watt, and he can't remember for sure at the time, but goes over and interviews him. And again, the actor just got married like a week or two prior. So during the interview, Jerry asked uh, the actor, does your wife still have that the new wife smell? And Don Orsillo completely lost it. I don't think that Jerry, it wasn't predetermined. He didn't think of it like, you know, he's thinking like the new car smell. And then you could see the oh shit, you know, thing because now they can't talk for like 45 seconds because he just said, Does she still have that new white smell? <laughs> um, and I mean, like, it's not even baseball. You're, you know, you're tuning in just to hear him laugh and have fun. And, and if I can just add one other thing, is Jerry beat cancer for a long fucking time. He didn't lose to cancer. He beat cancer's ass over and over and over again. And then the Lord took him up. And the truth really is, I love that the last game he was ever at in Fenway Park, Red Sox beat the Yankees. I, uh, it was his last appearance, uh, October 5th, 2021. He threw out the first pitch to uh, Dennis Eckersley. That's another treasure. Like we need to, you know, him, Jim Rice, Yastrzemski. Uh, granted, Yastrzemski is not really on TV or all all over the national news and what, or not national news, but like he's not on TV and things like that. So we need to treasure these uh, these older players. Um, Hogdale, I know you're not in the. <clears throat> You're not from the New England area, but I know you've been a long time, uh, a lifelong Red Sox fan. So I'd like to get your um, your favorite memories of Jerry. Mine actually was the boo grab. I actually did get to see that game when it happened on TV. Holy fuck. <laughs> this is the funniest shit ever, dude. It was 2011. 2011 was one of the first years I really started paying attention to baseball growing up. 
like Whoops. trying to watch all the games. And uh, it's like, yeah, it's like, yeah, this is fun. <laughs> this is great. Whoops. Yeah. Whoops. God, that's such a legendary moment. And like, God, it's just, it's like you said, Brad, we got to cherish these people while they're here. These older players and older announcers. There are so many uh, different things that you can say about like, uh, like Jerry Remy, like things that were, was so lovable. Like I said, his, uh, his pejorator, um, him calling pejorator, pejorator. Uh, he actually came up with the nickname, a big poppy. Um, so that's going to stick around forever. <clears throat> um, Manny being Manny. I don't know if that was really him, but I know that him and Orsello used to be, it used to say that a lot. One of my other favorite moments. Um... It's winter time. When temperatures go down, the likelihood goes up that your furnace and other appliances go down with them. So don't risk a costly replacement. Stay comfortable with coverage on the appliances you depend on most with the Service Guard Appliance Repair Program from Black Hills Energy. It's peace of mind in a plan. Visit blackhillsenergy.com slash sign up to learn more. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread Packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tret Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. My favorite was actually the pizza the, the pizza incident because <laughs> so it was good. it was just so stupid it was like they literally he's like and there goes the pizza yeah but and the other one was he lost a tooth i saw and, that yep. and him and orcello are, are sitting there like how'd you lose you know like you lost your tooth can you put it back in yada 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 and then Orcello's like give me the tools i'll put it back in <laughs> and then like he actually goes to put it back in and then jerry's just like i think you put it in crooked so, I mean, there are a lot of, uh, I'll always miss, I'll miss him talking to Eckersley about like, uh, their time playing, playing the game and whatnot. Um, it really sucks. Like, I, I remember finding out yesterday morning and it was just, my heart sank actually. It was like one of my favorite people just died, you know, like I didn't know Jerry. I've never met Jerry. Um, but I mean, he was like my one of my best friends. You know what I mean? Like I've been listening to Jerry call games since like two thousand three, two thousand four, and it just sucks. So uh, I just want to say, you know, thank you for everything, Jerry. Um, may you rest in peace, and my condolence to your family, your friends, and uh, anyone who was close to you. Yep. So, um, we actually do have some baseball things to talk about, uh, Red Sox related. Um, there was there was news that came out to uh, yet was it yesterday? I believe I believe it was yesterday that Tim Hires is not going to return, or was that this morning? It, this but morning. yes, uh, Tim Hires is not going to return as the hitting coach for the Boston Red Sox. Um, he's from my understanding, this was like this was a shock to the uh, to the Red Sox front front office because nobody had asked to uh, to talk to him, to hire him, or whatever. Uh, so they actually assumed that he was going to return right away. Uh, what were your thoughts when you heard uh, Tim Myers is not returning, Brady? Big red cautionary flags, not to be like the oh my god guy, but uh, I know it's slow news time baseball wise in Boston. But when you hear rumors and rumblings about Heim Bloom micromanaging a little bit, and then so you know, your guy that seems like a foregone conclusion is going to stay. I mean, I can't think of the last hitting or pitching coach that wasn't fired, right? That chose to leave after the contract, it's either working awesome or they're horrible, right? It's one or the other. So I don't know, man. Alex Cora, everybody loves AC. So, I mean, you know, they, they had a lot of success together. 
So it it makes me wonder, is there something a little more to the fire, you know, or to the smoke? You know, is there some fire, you know, to it? The good news is they do have the, uh, you know, the assistant uh, hitting coach. I don't know how to say his name, um, but he's been around, uh, you know, for as long as hires have been around. So to promote from, from within, uh, I'm sure that they'll be okay. You know, I'm sure they'll be fine. But uh, it does make me concerned about some of the uh, the rumblings. Uh, Peter Fatse. That's why I didn't try to say it because I'm <laughs> not sure how to say his last name. He's, he, he's from Holyoke, too, which is probably about 30 minutes from where I live. Nice. And he's holy shit, he's young as shit too. He's 34. Uh, what were your thoughts, Hagel? Huh, it, it's a it's a bit weird, but you know, who knows? Maybe there's some behind the scenes where maybe he just wants to move somewhere closer to where his home is, or you know, maybe he wants to settle on somewhere else with his family, he just doesn't like Boston that much as a town. I, I don't know, it could be anything. The thing is, like, I'm not too concerned about like a hitting coach for the Red Sox, because like the Red Sox are an organization with unlimited resources. So, like, eventually they're going to find a guy that they can, you know, sell down with, be like, okay, this guy can click with our dudes and we'll throw a bag at him because we're one of the richest ownership groups in baseball. They've already promoted the uh, the assistant uh, hitting coaches now. And now the know, it's like if he doesn't work, I'm sure they'll find someone. Like, uh, yeah, there's people, as soon as that came out that uh, Hires wasn't returning, people were like, Ortiz, his name is Ortiz. It's like – all right, so I totally get it. Like Ortiz was great hitter and whatnot. Just because he was a great hitter doesn't mean he would translate into a great hitting coach. I'm not saying that he would be a terrible hitting coach. I'm just saying that that's who's to say that he wants to do that. You know, he's got his deal with Fox. He does his thing with the the Boston Red Sox too. You know, um, he'll always be tied to Boston. But I, I just the Let's uh, let's go after. Let's get um, Ortiz. And it's just like, hey, a new pitching coach. Oh, his name's Pedro Martinez. Doesn't always translate. So. Oh yeah, yeah. The the truth is, when you think of Tampa Bay, Bay Rays, right? Look no further. Kyle Schneider's their pitching coach. Kyle Schneider was a journeyman starting pitcher. You know, he pitched for the Red Sox, filled in, but by no means an accomplished uh, major league pitcher at, by any means. So it's you know you you'd have to look far and wide to find the history of managers or coaches that thrived in the MLB. Generally speaking, there's a few. Mark McGuire had a little bit, but generally speaking, they're the guys that had to grind it out. They understand the behind the scenes, all the work. Look at Terry Francona; never got to you know have a budding career. It's usually the guys that have to grind through it, um, and that can speak to that that kind of grind. It's not a glamorous job by any means, right? You know, you're watching shitloads of fucking videos just over and over again. And honestly, it seems like one season they're a star. You love the hitting or pitching coach, and the next year they're the fucking problem, and out they go. So I'm not concerned with performance on the field, but I am concerned about the why, right? You know, if he jumps the Yankees – or, or, or another, I think the Cubs, then you do worry about, is it greener pasture somewhere else? And why is this not the greenest pasture? Yeah. Now that you, when you said the micromanaging uh, thing, there were rumors going around. Uh, I know WEI uh, was talking about it. And I know that you had, you had made a post about it as well, saying that um, they, uh, um, Bloom was micromanaging. And him and uh, Core were having some like uh, rough patches, like they were not getting along. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't see that because we're not there. But this definitely, like you said, throws a red flag. Uh, it looks like there's a little bit of smoke here, and where there's smoke, there's fire. So we know that Core can. Uh, do his thing. He did it under Dombrowski. He had a little bit of trouble in 2019. Um, obviously, we know what happened in 2020. And he did fantastic in 2021 with, uh, with the help of Bloom. But um, if if this is a thing, and there is, I mean, Goodwin was one. Uh, there are talks, you know, I was reading uh, something that Jen McCaffrey wrote. It didn't seem like uh, the 
Um, the team, the players really got along with Goodwin. I'm not sure if that's true. Um, that was written in one of her articles. Um, she did a mailbag this morning. Um, I don't know if that's true. I I seem to, you know, I didn't see anything. But again, I'm not there. You know, but uh, hopefully that's not true. It, uh, you know, we'll we'll see we'll see coming coming into uh, 2022 what's going what's going to end up happening. Well, as it pertains to Goodwin, you know, he was in control. A base running was was one of his responsibilities. So, all kidding aside, that's definitely not a strength of the 2021 season. No. So, if 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 it was performance based and that was you know part of it, I would understand. And the last thing, Brad, that I want to add to it is historically this ownership group, when there's been troubled water between uh, hierarchy, they have failed. They have six, uh, excelled in spending money. Uh, fans crying to spend more money and never understood that. But whenever there's been a problem, think of Theo years ago, leaving in the gorilla suit, right? When there's been problems, though, in the hierarchy a little bit, though, John Henry and, and company have really struggled to kind of be able to keep things together. So at the first opportunity of a member within, you know, management to leave, he chooses to do so. From a team that was within just a couple of wins from a World Series appearance, that I find that concerning. If something comes out, I think if you said, oh, you want to live closer to home, I think it would already been, been out. If it was, oh, he wants to take on, you know, looking for, for a, a bench coach job, a promotion, I think that would have already come out. Right. I'm concerned that he just wasn't happy. And the question, if he's not happy, then what the fuck is going on? <clears throat> Right. You know, right. like yeah. you know, um, when I hear about, uh, it's like you know, Corabe having friction with Heim Bloom because I'm thinking about like his postseason bullpen management and uh, some of those bad bullpen decisions that he made. Uh, I Bloom wasn't micromanaging enough at points because fucking <laughs> some of those decisions, the analytics don't tell you to do any of them, or it's like you know, you went on your gut. That's fine. We have to do that on occasion. But, like a lot of these, you know, it seemed like these are the wrong moves. I'm like, okay, well, is Bloom maybe adding a bit more of his influence a bad thing? It seemed to work pretty well this year. I don't know. Those two guys need to have a good marriage, right? They need to be able to, to, you know, bend and go back and forth and they should not agree on everything. You know, like there needs to be constructive disagreements. Um, But the fact that Tim hires must've said, fuck this shit. I'm out of here. That's for a team that was really overachieved expectations this year. Not even just this year, the past four years uh, since he's been, he was here. They led in almost all uh, major league offensive um, numbers. So it's, it's going to be something that we're going to end up finding out next year. There's, there's no ifs, ands or buts about that. Uh, The next thing I wanted to talk about is, uh, Raquel uh, Fiera, I think that's how you say her name. Um, the I believe the Mets actually asked to speak to her before the last time we recorded, and we just we didn't uh, we didn't talk about it. Um, she has been a part of the Boston Red Sox organization since 1999. Uh, it seems like she's probably one of the um, longest tenured members in the. She's been there longer than the owners. There's that. Yeah, that's absurd. Yeah. So uh, that's a very long time. So she was first hired in 99 as an administrative assistant. Uh, in 2003, she was promoted to the director of minor league administration uh, by Theo. In 2014, she was promoted by uh, as the vice president of baseball administration. Uh, and she was the third female vice president of baseball operations. Uh, joining Gene Aftermath and Ken Ng. And uh, she had, Fiera, I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing her name, uh, has led large player signings for the Boston Red Sox, such as the six-year $120 million contract extension for Xander Bogarts in 2013. Fire. fire. Uh, yeah, real, real fire. Uh, she's from Rhode Island, and the New York Mets, one of the, you know, Mets are going to met. 
Uh, they are looking to speak to her. They asked the Boston Red Sox if they could speak with her so that she could be, I believe, the baseball, uh, the president of baseball operations. Um, I mean, that's a that's that's cool and everything. But I mean, it's the Mets. Is that, you know, do you really want to go there? Can you clean that up? You know, I don't want her. I don't want her to go. I mean, you know, you have someone that's been in this market for a long fucking time. I don't want her to go. Like, I mean, she's seen more games at Fenway as part of, you know, of an executive group than anyone. Right. So, like, we don't want her going anywhere at all. I want, you know, I wish nothing but the best going to the Mets. Shit, man. That's, that's a, I mean, it doesn't matter who you are. That's a, that's a tough draw. All right. Whose dog's barking? Think Brady's. Sorry. Dude, like, since 1999, that's so hard to stick around an organization that long. Like, you're just blended in with all these new management groups. Like, think of how many, like, GMs and presidents of baseball ops that she's outlasted. Like, that's absurd. It's true. Who, who was in 99? Uh, who was before Theo? Was it Duquette? Dan Duquette. It was Duquette. Then it was Theo. Then it was Sherrington. Then it was Dabrowski. Well, you skip one. You also have Ben and Jed uh, when Theo left for a little bit. Jesus and there was Christ. the co-GM. Well, you got to be accurate. Then Theo <laughs> comes back. Right. That, that really counts. Then That's Dan Charrington, who, by the way, I met uh, at my local elementary school just a few no years ago. That's a story. Oh, he's a great guy. Uh, then David Dombrowski, oddly hired. And then now with Hein. So she's had a lot to work with. I just hope she doesn't yeah. go. I don't want her to go either. Nope. Give her more money. I just th- I think think she could do better than the Mets. If you're gonna go somewhere, go better than the Mets. Like I would say Mariners, but that's almost the same. Yeah, trade one loser franchise for an even loser loser franchise. <laughs> A loser. <laughs> yeah, I like it. That plays. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it just stinks because you know when you run a successful team, other teams try to come poaching. Um, I, I yeah. Definitely for her. I hope, you know, absolutely. Because, you know, in addition to being, you know, another, you know, getting a chance to another female, um, which I, which I think is huge. It also promotes the idea that uh, for a long time, there's been the idea that only Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun. So winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a world. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready people that have played major league baseball or minor league baseball could really make these decisions. And you're seeing that's not so you have to have a brain. And obviously she's, she's got a good one. Yeah. I'd like to see her follow the footsteps of Ken Ng. Yeah. It's, it's just cool to get more women involved in baseball, get another uh, lady uh, president of baseball ops. Be cool. I, I get, I guess, I guess it would be cool if she went to the Mets and just like clean that whole mess up. I mean, like everything that's been wrong with them has been like uh, one guy sending dick pics, the other one's a drunk <laughs> who's fucking who's getting a Dewey. Um, I mean, and then maybe she can actually have the owner stop being a dickhead too. Uh, get him to stay off of Twitter. I mean. Mr. Cohen, I'm, I'm going to need you to stop calling Javi ba- Baez a little bitch on Twitter, dude. Like, it's gotten out of hand. <laughs> I mean, seriously, you, you're the goddamn owner. Like, don't, like, okay, you 
have fun with the fans and shit and whatnot. But it's like at some point you got to be like, all right, that's enough. Like I shouldn't be doing this. Like once the GameStop thing happened, I remember he like left, he left Twitter for like a month. And then like, you didn't hear shit from him. And then, then he came back and he was talking shit about the players. And it's like, yeah, when he said no, Cindergard had small PP energy. I thought it got out of hand. <laughs> no, he didn't say that, did he? No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm just okay, making shit minute. up now at this point. It I is, mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put it past him. It, it, it's a tough job, though. You know, like the Marlins are a tough job because they're the Marlins. There's not a but big payroll, but there's low expectations, is, right? Is it really that tough? I mean, like, I'm not, I'm not taking anything away from Kim Ang. <clears throat> But she's got Derek Jeter there. Fuck, who gives a shit that he's there? Michael Jordan ran a lot of basketball teams. How'd that work out? Well, no, he runs the Charlotte Hornets, and they're like the worst team consistently right. for like Derek Jeter <laughs> being there is just if if there needs to be a press release, let him go say it because he's you know to to go handle it because he's whatever. But the truth really is the Marlins. Yeah, you know that's a team that has one set of problems because they have a low payroll. Beautiful ballpark. Don't really fill it up all that well. Should be a draw, but it's really not. You go to the Mets, you have a huge payroll. You have an owner that wants to win. Then why the fuck aren't you, right? And there is something fundamentally wrong with that team. I don't know what the fuck it is, but, like, no one can put their finger on it. They don't have a good manager. Haven't for a long time. They have super talented baseball players, but they can't win a lot of baseball games. That's fucking weird. Bobby V was a good manager for them. That's forever ago. Remember, do you remember when he got fucking ejected from a game and he came back in a fucking disguise? Oh my god, he's got like the fucking like mustache nose or whatever. Yeah. Like the oh my god, it's the best. It's like the funniest he's, thing he's I've ever seen. He's trying to become he's trying he's like, to become mayor of one of the towns in Connecticut. Oh god, yeah. Hopefully, the there's more Yankee fans there than Red Sox fans. Oh, don't don't say that. I never want that. Uh, so good, good sapphire. luck. Good luck to her. Yo, if, if she's going to get, I, I thought it was for GM, not for baseball ops. Cause I think Sandy's still staying, staying on. Okay. Like, not is he? Why? Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad. Because for why the fuck dude. not? Sandy's just a glutton for punishment. He's like, whatever. God, fuck it. I just don't understand. The Mets just need to figure it out, dude. It's starting to get sad. <laughs> I do expect Cohen to become like the, uh, the, the uh, Jerry Jones, the Cowboys owner, and just be like, I'm owner slash GM slash head of baseball ops, and just fucking really ruin it. Yeah, like get, get his own radio show that he goes on every yeah. Monday. Yeah. I really thought I expected the Mets to be a lot better than they were going to be. Granted, it was it's only been one year that he, he's on the team, so you, know, you can't really talk too much shit about it. But, all right, guys. Um, there was other news and this one was actually kind of uh, out of the like out of left field, and no point intended. Uh, Bob Melvin was hired as the Padres manager. Um, good hire. Shocked. Shocked. Yeah. Yeah. No. How the fuck did the A's let this guy go? <laughs> My whole thing is is that the A's had a, a 2022 option, and I believe they picked it up. So it's like the Padres aren't sending anything to the A's. So what happened? I mean, he told the owner to fucking kiss his balls and he's like, I'm done. I'm done with your fucking sewer smelling stadium. Fuck you. I'm out. Spend more money I, on the team. You pieces of garbage. <laughs> I think a lot of it from what, what I'm reading is money is beyond tight. It's always tight in Oakland, but like now more so than fucking ever. So yeah, Bob Melvin, I think at four and a half. Nope. Because we could bring in someone at seven fifty, uh, you know, to 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 run run the team, we gotta fucking count pennies. So the only I was related back to Boston Red Sox, right? I have to is Chris Bassett due for I believe eight and a half nine million in his last year of arbitration. Minaya uh, Minaya Minaya Sean Minaya uh, is about ten and a half. Uh, Olson's got uh, got time uh, about one one year as well as Frankie. Uh, uh, Montez, uh, who's actually from the Red Sox, uh, in a trade back when. Uh, so if this team's about to go on a purge, and the A's always do eventually, right? You know, that's that's their cycle. I think their cycle's up, but they just can't afford Bob Melvin this time around. 
And good luck to Bob Melvin because he's a good, good ass manager, man. But bro, he's going to be managing Fernando Tatis Jr. That's awesome. Now, and and what's his face is coming back too. Isn't uh, Clevenger? Oh yeah, Yeah, Clevenger. Yep. Oh my god. Right. So like you see, like they're getting more back. Uh, And good point. They also have Don Orsillo there too. True. I mean, that's the best. So. So I mean, that's pretty good. I don't know if there's an organization I hate irrationally more than the Oakland A's. I just, I just hate them. I just don't like them. I don't hate the Rays though. Like fucking like at least the Rays with their penny pinching, they actually win anything. Like they win around and like fucking do something. The A's are like, no, we're going to penny pinch and we're going to win in the regular season. And uh, it all concludes in our master plan in losing in the first round of the playoffs every time. (laughs) <laughs> we're one of the most well-run organizations in baseball, apparently, but we can't win more than one fucking playoff round. We're the Oakland A's. Like, I, I just, I hate them, dude. Like, I don't know how their fans are fans of their players. They purge their players every few years. They don't, they never want to pay anyone who's actually any good. They're penny pinching probably because they are about to get that new stadium. And it's like, okay, you're going to introduce that new stadium in a few years with a team that's a, a bottom feeder because you've purged all the pieces. Good idea, chief uh, well, losers, all of them. It, is Fuck it possible the that, that they're thinking the reverse here for a second, that if we're going to open up a stadium in two or three years, let's fucking purge now. Right. Cause I think they have the, about the 26th ranked minor league system. Let's fucking purge it now. Let's go into rebuild. And in two or three years when the stadium opens now, all of a sudden, we're ready to roll again because we have to, right? We, we we have to run things differently. Maybe purge before it's time. And then maybe they do something like the Bob Melvin Memorial uh, Bridge or some shit like that out there because, like, maybe Bob Melvin makes a little bit of this possible because they're not paying him. Maybe oh Tim God. Hires goes to Oakland and becomes a manager. Yeah, maybe. I mean, just, like, hopefully. I mean, Freddie I feel Freeman bad for was talk- Freeman was talking about how Ron Washington deserves it. But uh, if – if uh, if Washington is going to go over there, he, he doesn't deserve what they're about to do. No, so yes. I, I I wouldn't mind them taking Tim Hires. You know, Get, he'll he'll be disappointed. <laughs> oh yeah, no shit. Yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's definitely curious curious to see what the A's are going to do because obviously they're cutting money, but they have a lot of guys that are about to be free agents, which means I think that. Trading season's about to happen, and then they're going to rebuild. And, uh, man, they have some interesting pieces out there for sure. It really is good their new stadium's on the horizon because that place is a dump. <laughs> the only place that makes it look good is the Trop. Like, other than that, like, the Jesus Oakland Coliseum is just a, a shithole. Nah, not many places make the Oakland Coliseum look any good. And I think the Trop actually looks better than that place. I mean, really? what's, yeah, what's better than seeing like 10,000 seagulls just fucking flying into the goddamn Coliseum? And like uh, how like the field is like fucking so many feet away from the actual stands because it was also made as a football stadium. And that place was a dump when it was a football stadium too. Well, look at the fact that like their bullpen is on the field. Like, fuck oh you. Make a real bullpen. Not, a single a ballpark. Not a fucking arm barn. Maybe how, how the how the fuck they didn't win when they had Mulder, Zito, and Hudson? I mean, you had three premier guys at the top of their game. They had Miguel Tejada at short, Eric Chavez. I mean, they had some real talented players, but they put like like the Anaheim Angels. They put nothing around those fucking people. Like they were like they like they showed Artie Moreno the roadmap of how not to complete a baseball team, right? And he was like, "Got it." Billy Bean. Listen, he did a lot for for not having much, but the one thing I'll say is Tampa Bay Rays during the season they had a hole in their lineup. They go out and spent money to get Nelson Cruz. They did. Now Cruz didn't do anything for them. But the ownership was yeah, willing tried. to take. They did yeah, try. That that's that is true. I will literally say that anything. <laughs> right. They. I mean, Nelson Cruz. I don't remember what he was making last year, but I'm sure they took on at least five or six million dollars to payroll. Which is very significant uh, for the, for the Tampa Bay Rays to take that kind of you know money back. That's not their norm. Can I just say a, uh, fic, uh, a quick fuck the Rays for their whole move into uh, 
we played half our games in Montreal. Uh, we, we tried, uh, you know, playing games in Tampa, and it just won't work for a full season. You didn't even put the stadium in Tampa, you fucking sacks of shit. I, I, dude, I hope the Rays fail just to spite their ownership. I fucking hate all those pieces of garbage. So Cruz made thirteen million last year, so he probably they probably had to eat like seven of it, six yeah, or so seven. That's yeah. kind of significant for a team that doesn't have a big payroll. So I mean, ownership yeah. did try to win. You know, I mean, yeah, you know, they didn't they didn't sit back and but I think Oakland is now ready to blow it all the fuck up and have like lowest payroll like they're gonna rival the pirates for low, lowest payroll of baseball okay. and you know let's see what happens now all right guys let's talk about the world series um we had three games this weekend uh all of them at atlanta atlanta did pretty damn good um they have won all of their postseason games at home uh so far until last night um on friday they won zero to two that one was a close game. That one scared the shit out of me. Um, I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Carlos Correa and Altuve probably scare me more than uh, anybody else. Like Jordan Alvarez, he scares me. But like I know that Correa and Altuve have been there before and they can get the massive hits. Whereas Alvarez is still pretty young in the uh, in the league. But uh, they they always scare me, and the fact that the uh, Braves ended up winning two to zero was was significant in my opinion. Um, I I like to also say that I'm not rooting for the Atlanta Braves because I hate the Astros, or that I think you know the Astros cheated. I'm actually rooting for the Braves because I want to see Freddie win a fucking ring. I second that motion. I second that. Pretty yeah, I'm not a oh my god they cheated blah blah blah. Uh, that's not it. Freddie Freeman's a good yep. dude, man. And to see that that guy, yo. Know, plus, I can't root for the team that that beats my team. That's just yo. Know, that's that. But but it helps that I really like they, Freddie Freeman. I root from anyway. They 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 were they were the better team, and we all knew that at the beginning of the year. We talked oh, yeah. about it at pre- in previous episodes that the Astros were going to be the team to beat. Uh, in the American League, and fact, we were right. The fact that they played with them in a series, though, like, and that you know, it wasn't just like whatever. Like they, they didn't just get swept, right? Yeah. No, they put up a little bit of fight, and then then all of a sudden, you know, the better team won out. And, and without Lance McCullers, you know, I mean, like that's huge. Uh, I do think the Braves might be in a little bit of trouble, though. Why? Because they don't have Morton. Think because they don't have the Morton. I think the pen has gotten a little overexposed. Um, you know, I was reading an article today about uh, Zach Britton talked about this a couple years ago in the postseason. If you see a reliever that many times in a series, they kind of start to figure it out a little bit. They've had to go to so many. <laughs> they've had to go to so many bullpen games recently, and really kind of exhausting. Quite uh, and, and now they're being like kind of. Yeah, you know, a little overseen, overused, but momentum too. You know what I mean? You're going back to Houston now. You had a chance to close them out, but you didn't. They're one win away from fucking from a rock, rock in game seven. They had a chance to put away. Yeah. I mean, uh thing about the Braves, like why I'm concerned about them is because they're an Atlanta sports team that's up three to one. And uh they are <laughs> That's good. Their their whole city is cursed. It's a cursed city. Like when it comes to like holding like you know leads and like playing well, it's like oh they had us in the first half. Not gonna lie, but like yeah, like flashing back to like you know a lot of the Braves teams in the nineties, they didn't win as much as they should have. They only got the one World Series with like all those great Braves teams, and they lost so many series. Uh, recent Atlanta sports history, obviously the Falcons blew a 28-3 lead in the Super Bowl. It's just like it's just a curse of a city that's upon them, and uh, I understand why Braves fans might still feel nervous, and it's why I feel nervous about them. Can you just pet your dog? Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. She's, she's in heat right now, so she's a bit more fussy than usual. She's going through it. Poor thing. Mm. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah, so she's tired. Put a muzzle wow. on that thing. No. Help her out. I'll help. Shut the fuck up. Oh, my God. All right, so the next game, Saturday night, uh, the Astros uh, made it a little more interesting. Uh, each team got eight hits, but the Braves ended up scoring one more run more than the uh, the Astros, so they ended up taking a three-one lead, three-one lead on the series. Um, uh, this was the Zach Greinke game, and he had four innings, and he, he pitched four innings, three strikeouts, four hits. There are a lot of people out there that were really pissed off at the fact that he only threw fifty-eight pitches, and then he got pulled. Uh, the reason why he got pulled was because he was up. Uh, in the top of the fifth. He's also only started like three games in the past six, seven weeks. Yeah. I mean. People don't give a shit about that. But I mean, like someone, I think it was like Ken Rosenthal. He had a really good article about like how, uh, you know, like the the bullpens like uh, on both sides have been making the correct decision and pulling out these pitchers a little bit early when like for before the third time through the order. And it's just, you know, people from his generation are just getting mad at it because this isn't the baseball that I grew up with, damn it. It's like they're mad about people. They're mad about uh, managers, like, managing in an efficient way that will help them win the game. It's like you want them to do the objectively wrong thing because it makes you feel better. Okay, sure, dude. Good idea. (laughs) Yeah, no. I mean, manager right, you know, made all the – I felt like the right decisions. Um you know, it, it was a good baseball game, you know, kind of kind of back and forth. Um, you know, Braves had all the momentum, you know, winning that game going up 3-1. Um, you know, things were looking looking real good. I still think it's cool as hell that their entire outfield is trade deadline acquisitions. Like, that's pretty nuts, man. Like, I don't know how many teams really can say that, you know, that made it to the World Series and are one win away from a championship, that their entire fucking outfield – is, is guys that, that just came to that team. I think that speaks a lot to the manager as well to get them. Yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, the outfield and uh, talking about balls being all hit all over the place and whatnot. Uh, batting leadoff for the Red Sox is the lawnmower 4.0 from our friends at Manscaped. This fourth generation trimmer is going to help you dodge hairy balls this October. November now, uh, like the Orioles dodged the wind column this season. Today's sponsor, Manscaped, are the global leaders in male grooming, trusted by over 2 million men worldwide. Raise your hand if you're trusting Manscaped. Swing for the fences and use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. For all your hairiest grooming needs, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping with the code pesky report at manscaped.com. I just, I just got the, uh, the whole body wash, the, the set. Um, they sent, I bought this. Um, I got, it smells so good. So good. So good. So good. So good. Yeah. <laughs> It, and I got, I got a thing of cologne, um, which isn't overbearing. Like I wear this regularly now. It's not one of those high, like perfume type smells that are going to yeah. like kill your sinus. So it smells real good. Um, the ball toner, the ball deodorant, fantastic. Uh, the nostril uh, weed whacker with the ear, uh, that does your ears and your nose. And of course, the lawnmower 4.0 with its nice light LED lights. 
Now, can I just say real quick, Christmas season is upon us. and It actually you know, is. And everywhere you know you read, you can see that you know distri- distribution is going to take longer than, than normally planned. So you want to start thinking about right now about you know the Christmas season, getting your loved ones you know things for the balls, getting the, all the men in your life taken care of. But uh, you know, let's not wait till the last second here. Let, let's let's pre-plan. Early bird gets the worm and also gets their their ball hair trimmed the way it needs to be. Right, and you know, like I said, if if like definitely, I would suggest getting the four point the lawnmower four point fantastic device. Um, I've used I've used trimmers before, all like other trimmers, not as good, not nearly as good. The best ones I've used yet, uh, and also like I'm not even going to sit here and just bullshit you. Uh, the ball deodorant, fantastic smell. So like, if you got you know. You, you take a shower and whatnot. You just like eh, air your balls out and whatnot. No, dry those motherfuckers up. Put some deodorant on there. It, it, I'm telling you right now, you're going to enjoy it. All right, gentlemen, let's move on. We got game three to talk about. Last night, uh, actually, uh, out of all three of these games, this was the only one that I actually got to watch any of. Uh, the other two, I was out and about. So I was listening to the game and I was actually getting a little pissed off because I couldn't find it on the radio. Finally found it. Uh, it started off real good for the, uh, for the Atlanta Braves. They ended up getting a grand slam in the. Yeah. Kill me. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> For you guys who don't know, we have like a little sidebar chat, like for when we're doing these episodes. And sometimes I'll just type shitty jokes onto the side. It just derails the whole podcast. That, it's very that fun. Was definitely a shitty joke. Heyman, <laughs> more like layman. Okay, whatever. <laughs> so me. there was a yeah. Please kill me. Uh, now and there was a. I'm not even joking. A grand slam in the first <laughs> inning, and it was like, oh my god, the Braves are just gonna fucking win this game, you know. So this is now the fourth grand slam that the uh, Houston Astros have had hit against them in the postseason. Three of them were uh, the Boston Red Sox, and then I was just like, wow, they're just gonna trample these guys. And then fucking the Astros did what the Astros normally do; they scored nine fucking runs, where the uh, the Atlanta Braves only scored five. Um, we need. I want the fucking Astros to lose. I honestly don't care if the Astros lose. I just want the Braves to win. There's that. Uh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, what are you guys' thoughts on on the three game series that happened in Atlanta? Do we do we think that this might this is going to be Freeman's last uh, appearance at an uh, Atlanta as a Brave? Gotta hope not. He he really should just be a brave for life. I really hope they pay him. Like he deserves to be there forever, and it, it'd be really sad if he left. I would be shocked if he doesn't stay. I mean, I guess the Yankees could be in you know a market for a big first baseman. I don't see many big teams Rizzo being in the market. Come back. Yeah, I, I don't see a fit. Uh, I hope he stays. I thought there were some some good baseball games, but uh, you know the way the way they lost. Up four, then losing it, that's concerning to me because that's momentum like a motherfucker back to the Astros. I want I want Freeman to stay. Um there I mean like if he's not gonna stay there, then fuck it. Bring him to to Boston. I don't care if it's blocking Tristan Casas or not. <laughs> right. <laughs> Fucking on Casas to the outfield. Let's go. <laughs> Put him in third base. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, right. Well, so a little concerned about the Braves. Like I said, I mean, it's good that they have two traditional starting pitchers going game six and potential game seven. So it doesn't have to be any more bullpen games for them. And that's great. But uh, that's a tough way to lose, man. This is a gut check time for sure. Uh, well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Is uh, Friedman pitching? <laughs> for fuck's sake. Not again. Yeah, I think he is, actually. I think Friedman. Right. Yeah, Freedman. Free. All right, Freedman. Max, Max Fried. That's what I call him. All right. Um, all right, guys. We are going to come back after the World Series is done. 
Um, hopefully it's tomorrow. If not, then it will be Wednesday. So we will record no later than Thursday. Um, I think Thursday will be the day we should record. And ha- what, what, have we decided that we're going to just do one one a week until? Yeah. Unless something crazy happens, you know. Jesus Christ. Fred, Freddie Freeman also. Ha- Hogdia, is, is Brady's computer frozen for you, his video? Yeah, he's just got like a shit-eating grin frozen <laughs> for me. It's very funny. He's really? Just like, yeah. You're just, you're just so, like frozen. You look like you. You look like a fucking rabbit, dude. Oh, I got it oh, though. No. I got the picture. I oh, I snipped it out. Here. It was funny. Check the uh here. There you go. I just sent it to you. Oh, that was the That's you. That's what you yeah. look like. <laughs> Let me see. Oh God, I do. <laughs> yeah, you fucking froze again. <laughs> oh no, your computer fucking sucks. I don't even know what to do anymore. It's a rough deal. It's because you have a fucking shitty computer. You get a good one. Manscape doesn't make one. If they did, I'd buy it. Well, go buy one and put the Manscape sticker on it or something. All right, that checks out. Good point. Yeah, good boy. Uh, I will post the picture on Twitter for everybody to, uh, to, to enjoy. Um, any last words? Like, do we want to say anything about Jerry um, or anything baseball related before we go? Um, I'm good. You know, just rip Jerry. Have a peaceful rest. We love you. And we'll miss uh, him. We'll, yeah, we'll miss him. There, there was a report out at a Heyman that he thinks JD is going to opt out. That either means everything. Uh, I or don't nothing. believe that that's Heyman. I believe that was Rosenthal. Rosenthal. Yeah. So it either it's either one hundred percent accurate or one hundred percent false. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's it. So we'll find I, out. I think what's going to end up happening is if he opts out, they get Schwarber. If he opts in, they still get Schwarber, and they try to trade him. Yep, that sounds great. I'll take that. Uh, Sox roughly at $175 million in the payroll. No idea. You have to include medical expenses, uh, arbitration numbers. They're at roughly 175 with all other expenditures. Jim McCaffrey's article earlier today said 160. Anyway, I'll I'll provide you with, with updated anecdotal evidence for you. Uh, So be curious to see how slow this winter is going to go because we don't have an agreement. Uh, so I don't think a whole hell of a lot of signings are going to happen until that's cleared up. Nope. Thank you, Jerry Remy, for everything. Uh, yep. My thoughts really to your family. I know what it's like to lose. Uh, I know everyone out there has lost someone they love. And um, he brought so much joy to everyone. He was a good one. Yep. Thanks, Jerry. I, Jerry, uh, fantastic. Uh, behind the mic. Um Fantastic! It was. It, it's just not going to be the same. Uh, the the first spring training game that we get to hear, uh, we're going to realize that you know we're we're going to like not erase it from our memory, but we're just going to completely forget about it for a moment, and then it's going to come on, and he's not going to be there, and then like the first real game of the season is going to happen, and that's where it's going to end up hitting everybody. Sucks. That sucks. And and as we've said plenty of times before, you know, um, condolence to the family and friends and uh, uh, the the co-workers, too. I mean, you got Don Rosello. You have, uh, you know, I might not like Dan O'Brien, but he worked with Jerry uh, on a regular basis, almost daily. So um, condolences to everybody. All right, guys. uh, Thank you for joining me. Uh, and Jesus Christ, Brady, that is a funny picture. <laughs> I, uh, we will be back hopefully no later than Thursday. Do you guys just want to call it Thursday or do you want to do it the day, if it happens tomorrow? We'll do it Wednesday. Uh, the day, the day after the World Series ends, yeah. Yeah, okay. I'm, down. I'm down. For, right. I'm down for whatever. So we'll 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 see you then. Thank you for listening to the Pesky Report. Make sure to follow us on social media at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Pesky Report. No matter what platform you're listening to us on, please make sure to leave us a review and a comment and let us know how we're doing. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode.
thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.